Hi, I'm Jill Sylvester, licensed mental health counselor and author of the self-help book, Trust Your Intuition, 100 Ways to Transform Anxiety and Depression for Stronger Mental Health, and the young adult fiction novels, The Land of Blue and the Devon Dream Agent series. Each of my books deals with the themes of mental health and intuition, because for me, it all comes down to listening to and trusting your own inner voice in order to live your very best life. Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast, which is our yearly 25 things that I am grateful for. So 2022, 25 things. First, I got to go with Andrew Huberman's podcast, The Huberman Lab. Lab is the actual title. Andrew is a professor at Stanford, if you don't know of him already, and he has a really solid, informative podcast on health and wellness that is science-based that you feel like you're taking a class on when you listen. When I do my workouts in the morning and I'm listening to him, I feel like I need to sit with a pad of paper and a pencil. There's so much information, just good, helpful information that anybody can benefit from. If you haven't listened, I highly encourage you to. You'll walk away with a new supplement or a breathing technique to combat acute stress to try, and that is equivalent to being empowered. So, highly recommend. Two, for sleep. Sleep is everything, and if you've listened to our previous podcast on aging gracefully, I've talked about how challenging it can be during menopause for many of us. Eating whole foods, more solid foods, carbs later in the day, and the new supplements that I've learned from Andrew Huberman, such as magnesium theanate and inositol and L-theanine, these have helped me a lot. I don't take them all the same night, but I feel like I'm equipped with the right ones that I've had to change up over the years because of going through different you know, stages of your life, um, aging-wise, from, from previous ones I used to take that worked pretty well. So I'm happy to share this with others who also may be going through um, these aging gracefully stages. And um, as I know, sleep is a huge one for many, and it, it ought to be because sleep is everything. So I am grateful that um, on this end that has improved. Three, staying in the now. I'm doing this more and more. Perhaps it's part of getting older. Perhaps it's practicing over time. But the gremlins that often show up and remind us of all the things we're not and what we don't do and that focus, hyper-focus on the negative and taunt and annoy us are more fleeting. I find the more that you are aware of them, the more that you practice these skills, and it is a really, really nice space to stand in having done this work for such a very, very long time, I feel this year more than ever that there's a crossroad that I find myself in, you know, visually, that I can go this way or that way. To negative land, you know, the whole ancestral DNA of focusing on what's wrong and and what isn't right, uh, you know, that fear-based place, or go in this direction and be more positive and hopeful and trust and faith-based. And that when we do that, and we continue to do that, being more, you know, more and more over time that doors open for us. So just being in the moment, because that's all we got right now. Four, car rides. I mostly work from home these days, so 
I really like being in the car and blaring my music and having that time to myself because it doesn't happen as much. I, I notice, it, you know, um, over the past couple of years, obviously things change in terms of work schedules and everything with 2020, but also you kids being older, so you're not in the car, you know, 5,000 times a day driving them here and there. So when I'm in the car, um, it's it's awesome. <laughs> and it reminds me of the time when my son was born. I, I don't know, maybe both my kids were born. I was exhausted and, and uh, on call all the time. And, you know, and I loved it. I truly did. But I remember going to a yoga class, my first yoga class, like getting out or something. And I came home and I just sat in the driveway blaring Ozzy Osbourne just because I could um, before I went in the house. And car rides, it just, it's awesome. Music gets you high in the best way possible. And just listening to music or podcasts or driving and just having that time in solitude is is awesome. So car rides, grateful for them. Five, bulldog puppies and happy little, it's actually happy little babies pages on Instagram. This is the best part of social media, in my opinion. The pure joy of funny posts and stories that can take you down the best rabbit hole possible. They just make you laugh and take the time to stop the rest of everything else that you have going on and just have fun. So I'm grateful for these posts. I love the bulldog puppy ones and or the bulldog ones and the, the uh, babies ones, especially that visual of that little boy who said he was proud of his mom for cleaning his room. That one that went around. One of my um, clients had posted that and I reposted it and I just I loved it I think I watched it like a hundred times or more um and the chowder adventures chowder the bulldog and the adventures he goes on I, I just I love that so find your favorite pet and other pages and have fun with it no drama just joy right it's like there's nothing else it's mindless you can just sit there and just it's the best way to spend time you know just for a little while so grateful for that Six, got together with my college friends after about 30 years this past fall, and that was a blast. And there's so many times you try to get together and the years go by and lives are lived, and then you finally get together and you laugh until your face hurts, and it's the best. And you've got even more memories in your pocket, probably better memories, actually. And it's about people, right? It's about spending time and taking the time with people. So uh, that, for me, was uh, an absolute gratitude this year. Seven friendships in general meeting for lunch for tea for dinner texting laughing sharing space connection i read uh, a portion of a recent psychiatry study recently about how loneliness is associated with an increased risk of late life dementia so reaching out making plans staying connected with people is really really important and i am grateful for friends uh, in my life to connect with Eight, organizing my tea closet or my, my tea cabinet in my kitchen. I like tea. I have a ton of tea, um, different teas. And after my kids went back to school this year, that was one of my little projects. So now I open my cabinet and they're all forward facing and it's not a hot mess in there. And there's like a plethora of options. And I have honey, uh, honey and stevia and regular sugar from my parents and holiday tea on the bottom shelf. And I love it. I open it and it makes me happy. And when people come over, I open it and say, which one do you want? And it feels all abundant and luxury. And my new favorite is Rishi tea, which comes in a really nice box. I, I bought um, a few different kinds in the Berkshires on a recent trip and I tell you it's a whole new level of tea experience I love the box the presentation it's so good and adding a little oat milk and cardamom and pumpkin pie spice and stevia and you get an automatic dessert so good sweet and delicious nine new cookbooks 
particularly The Clean Plate by Gwyneth Paltrow and The Food Babe by Vani Hari, which my BFF gave me to read. I think one of my favorite activities is sitting with a cup of tea and reading good cookbooks. I have yet to dive into Ina Garten's latest as well, but it's on my list. But the other two are great reminders of the power of clean eating and eating good solid food, which like sleep is also everything and affects mood greatly. These two are awesome cookbooks um, if you like those type of, of you know, um, cooking and recipe and eating and all that. And they're reminders if you already eat clean, but they're really helpful and educating if you don't. So great recipes like zucchini blueberry muffins and easy turkey soup to make that you can also freeze and keep them in mason jars and just pop them out, you know, when you just want um, your own serving. Chicken kimchi, which I had heard a lot about. Fermented foods like kimchi that I had yet to try and make, and I really like them a lot. And they're also really great just to have snacks in the fridge as opposed to going for the sugar in the afternoon when it's, you know, the bewitching hour. Um, and you get that protein, which helps stabilize the blood sugar and helps ground you, which also obviously affects your mood. So good food, grateful for these cookbooks. And thank you, Thanksgiving is such a time of year to be grateful for good home-cooked delicious recipes. So I found these two cookbooks really, um, they have great foods to eat and a lot of really good information included in them. Ten. My niece and nephew, they will be four and three this coming year, and they are such a joy. It is so fun to get on the floor and play with little ones and sing songs and have them stare at you while you're chewing gum like you are utterly magical, and the hugs and kisses they give you that make you feel like you are the most important person in the whole world, and then you get to go home. I love having nieces and nephews. I've never had my own. My cousin's kids are my, what I call my nieces and nephews, and my husband's, um, of course, but it's extra special when you have um, your own niece and nephew from your own sibling, and so I'm really grateful for having uh, these little ones around. They're a complete, complete gift. 11, my clients getting to work with them. Their ideas, their plans, their dreams that they share with me the paths that they're on, the personal development they've undergone. It's an honor to watch and share that and to have discussions of a deep nature with people that you really care about, with people that mirror to you where you are and where you've been. It's a humbling exchange, and I don't think there's an, there's an ever a day that goes by that I'm not grateful for sharing counseling energy space with other people. Twelve, I'm grateful for my son, for the man he is at just about 23, for the decision he's made recently to forego a smarty pants career and choose a path of his heart and stay in the game that he loves, which makes and has always made the most sense to me. I'm proud of the choices he's made and the courage it takes to make these types of decisions, to, get, to go against what um, you, know, you feel you should do, quote unquote, and what society might tell you to do versus stepping back and deciding what's going to make you the happiest which is always the right choice, in my opinion. So I am grateful for my son and the choices he's, he's making and uh, who, who he is as a person. 13, for my daughter, where she is as a sophomore in college, oh, what a difference a year makes. The grace and maturity that comes from moving through obstacles and challenges as a freshman in college and also as a college student in general. I'm grateful for that, especially knowing I sure as heck did not have the same grace and maturity at that age, I can tell you that. So watching her have fun and share all that she's doing, just all the things that, um, I don't know about you, but I didn't do, all those cool, fun things, um, cultural things. Um, it's awesome, and, um, and I'm grateful to uh, live vicariously through her at 52 and watch her, 
you know, have these experiences and, and share them with my husband and I. So I'm grateful for that. 14, for my morning routine, my way to start the day, what a difference it makes for me when you start the day in the morning, just committed to your own practice, whether it's sitting outside and watching the sun come up, which I do most mornings, walking in nature, listening to inspiration first thing from some podcast or, or some inspirational video so that the vibe, you know, first thing in the morning drowns out the gremlin voices and raises the bar for your day immediately. I'm grateful for that time in solitude to start the day quietly before everything gets going. The demands of the day, you know, coming at you so that you set the stage first and foremost, creating the foundation you want to have, painting the canvas you envision for yourself so that you have far better odds of things going the way that you wanted to. So I'm grateful for, for my morning practice and, and having that. 15. My husband, my best friend, my person who always has my back and believes in me and encourages me to keep moving forward even when I'm unsure or feeling uncertain. The person who makes me laugh the most, that I have fun with the most. I think it was Norma Kamali who said the main uh, attribute in a relationship should be laughter. And um, with my husband, we definitely have that, especially at ourselves, which I really like a lot. I'm grateful for my husband. 16, my bulldog Jackson, born the day after our second bulldog died, which makes me know that they come back to us. They really come back to us. Nothing is better than sitting with your dog or cat or hamster, whatever pet it is for you uh, that you love the most. It's, you know, just cozy and they're loyal and they're validating and they just make you feel safe and sound and those are all the best feelings in the world and they come from your pets oftentimes, so nothing better. 17. Staying in reality, watching the stories. It's classic Power of Now from Eckhart Tolle and Byron Katie's Dealing with Reality. I love the mantra, I am right here, right now. When the thoughts take you to long ago, when times were difficult, or when choices you made were, as Byron Katie calls, confused. When the gremlins get you in a headlock and you feel like you might stay stuck there. My practice this year has grown in staying in the here and now, in the reality that's happening right now, not in the past or the future, but in the moment, knowing that we are always guided in the best way possible when we stay solid in the moment and not go here or there, but just right here and just be really mindful of paying attention of what's happening right now and then making choices from that. 18. Seeing the work moving forward. When someone sends me a picture of themselves reading The Land of Blue or a text or a latest review about our books or our cards or seeing our Planting the Seeds cards now in stores and classrooms and doctor's offices, which was my intention long ago for writing and creating um, those cards and, and obviously our books so that kids are thinking strong and powerful and feeling good and better about themselves whether they identify with Cassie or Devin as a teenager who feels anxious a lot and and then wakes up to the fact that she has amazing intuitive skills and if kids can and be inspired to turn you know their their anxiety and their depression and their challenging feelings for themselves and awaken to that own power inside well that's the best way for me to end the day. So I'm really grateful to see, you know, the work moving forward and um, the feedback that we get. 19, watching TV. Mindless TV, good TV is a great escape. This year's main pick, I have to say, is The Offer. 
It's an American biographical drama miniseries created by Michael Tolkien about the development and production of The Godfather. It's fabulous television. It's so inspiring. Like, I can't believe they got it made mindset. Um, and yet, who knew, right? Who I don't remember any story on that of, like, the Godfather took so much to take and almost didn't get made and all the things that went into it. I never remember hearing about that. So it's really, really interesting. It's fascinating, really, and really good TV. So grateful for the inspiration. 20. The viral hug moment between the two Little League World Series players. If you haven't seen it, please Google it. It is kindness at its best. It'll make you cry and break your heart open to the goodness. The families that raised those two boys are just the goodness innately inside them both. It's just, it's, it's a moment. And for us adults to watch and learn from, it's just, it's perfection. 21. Priorities. Doing work in chunks. Work, play, and rest. Doing what's important. Keeping it simple. Choosing what we want to do and need to do in the course of a day, focusing on what's important and remembering that we really all do have that power, that decision lies with us. Whether it's telling our kids that no, we can't take care of that drama in this moment and doing what we need and want to for our own selves, for pleasure, for work, or tending to family matters and letting work sit for a bit because that's what ultimately matters most. Different situations require different things, but when we stop and say what's important to us today and decide what the priorities are, what feels like a must or want to, and then do that with good intentional flow and fun and good energy, we're prioritizing our life. I did a previous podcast on this recently, if you want to go back and listen to that, but it feels really good to decide what the priorities are for each of us, and then to execute that plan. So I'm grateful for setting those priorities straight, whether it's the night before or it's the morning of. It's, it's empowering. 22, for sweets and treats. My latest fix are the dark chocolate bars with salted caramel that you can buy in like a whole bar format in Whole Foods. I have like 10 in my freezer right now. So you can take a square or two as needed for an afternoon fix or in the morning when I'm writing. So good. A, a true have to have. 23, for meditation. Started a long time ago when I was 27 years old because I was curious about it, innately probably knowing it would change my life, which it has. I do it every single day. And I have since then. I can honestly say, even if it's closing my eyes on a bus or a train at, at Disney, I've been committed to it, to this practice. And for those of you who struggle with anxiety, the crawling out of your skin kind, or a busy, overactive brain that never shuts the hell up, please try it. It's a game changer. 24. Good books. Always. This year's favorite was We Were the Mulvaney's by Joyce Carol Oates. It's an old one. I had planned to read something by this author, and apparently this was the year. Um, just the finest kind of writing. Like, wow. So I'll be reading more of her. Um, she's been around for a long time, got lots of books. I'm just new to the scene with her. But um, she writes about heavy stuff, so make note of that. But if you're looking to dive into a great book, this is just up there in terms of writing finesse. 25 bookstores, all kinds. So grateful for bookstores. Please go. They depend on you. Take the time to read. Show your kids that you read. Read to them if they're still little. Buy them books. I saw recently Goodnight Moon for college students at my son's uh, campus bookstore in Connecticut. What a great concept. What a great gift. Frequent bookstores. This is how we raise smart kids. Remember when the kids' principals would say reading makes you smart? Well, it does. Bookstores are fun, and they're great activities on a Saturday afternoon. Invest in reading and in bookstores. It's good karma. And for good measure, 
a bonus gratitude is for you for listening to this podcast, for the downloads and the shares and the comments and the questions you send my way, for buying my books and letting me know you're getting out of them what I put into them. I'm very content to sit and write stories and self-help books in my sweatpants alone in my kitchen. It is my husband who says, "Uh, we need to market these things that you're doing. So when we do, which is the part that I don't always love, but I've come to understand and appreciate and respect it, I greatly appreciate your responding. It means everything to me. As a child who used to sit in her room most of the time by herself and write and create and dream, and now I'm writing and creating and dreaming as an adult, I thank you very much for receiving that energy. That's what I'm grateful for this year in 2022. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. If you like today's podcast, please hit subscribe and share with your people. And please check out my books and products at www.jillsylvester.com where you can sign up for my weekly blog to receive tips and strategies to deepen your intuition and live your very best life. Thanks for listening.